Hey, this is Lee, and this is the Sets on the Beach podcast for March 23rd, 2019. We're here at amazing Del Mar Dog Beach, where it's an amazing warm day. Uh, we're back to daylight savings time, so late sundowns, and we've got a lot of people out here playing some great volleyball. Today we're going to chat with Lee Lickman, the other Lee, also known as Lee Two. Uh, I, of course, your humble host, being Lee One, and um, I say that I'm number one, but he says that he's the upgrade, and he might have something to to go on there because he's been playing really well today. It's Tom and John Carlo against Seamus and Lee. Let's see what happens. You short jumper. With the shorty kill. Lee with the block. He's on fire today. He'll be a good guy to talk to afterwards. Here. Yeah, yeah. Lee is the end of both of ours. But also everything sounds like Lee. If you hear any like E sound, uh, so any yeah. Any, any I guess any name like Kylie or you yeah, know, whatever Lee, is gonna Tony, have that. Julie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you're, you're so you're saying you're a partial name. I just yeah, never so you're all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I> don't <laughs> you have to call my name a million times. <laughs> hey, I'm here with Lee Lickman. How's it going? The it's other going, Lee. It's going great. The other Lee. Lee one, Lee two. Yeah. Which one is which? I don't know who's who. <laughs> exactly. So what's going on? Woo. We're um, here at Del Mar Dog Beach, just watching some great games, playing some games. Yeah, it's been How, a great day. Yeah? How were your games? You were in some intense uh, men's games over Yeah, there. yeah. They were pretty competitive. Um, let's see. I was playing with Tom, John, and Seamus. Uh, we were doing a couple different partners. Uh, Playing well earlier on, uh, Seamus and I won a few, John and I won a few, and then uh, had some close games with Tom. He was playing really well, but I kind of tuckered out towards the end, um, and we ended up losing the last two. But yeah, good play all around. They were real competitive. Everybody was making plays. Yeah, there's some big plays over there. Yeah. What uh, What are the different players like? Or did you have to change up your game depending on who you were playing with? Yeah, I mean, I'm not really a power hitter, so I'm usually looking for the open spots. And uh, Seamus is so quick, he gets everything, so I kind of try to hit it away from him. Um, My shorties weren't working out so well, but I had a lot of good line shots, um, good great cuts. But yeah, when I was trying to hit the shorty in front of me, that didn't really work at all today. Um, Let's see. I saw a big block you had on Tom at one point. Yeah, yeah, a lot of my a lot of my big plays today were blocks. I was going up like every time, um, changing it up because you know sometimes you're you're blocking line, but you can tell by the way that they're hitting, and you have to shift your hands over. And so I got a few good blocks that way, surprising people. Uh, yeah, Tom's such a hard hitter. He's, he might be the hardest hitter out here. Uh, he's just been crushing them today. 
yeah, with all this rain recently, it's nice to get out here on a perfect day. 70 degrees and sunny. I got no complaints. This is like definition of paradise right now. Exactly. You, you can see it. it. It's like blue skies with some wisps of cloud and 70 yeah, that's, degrees. That's the, that's the thing with podcasts is they can't see what we're seeing. We have to create it in the theater of the mind. <laughs> that's the art of it. That's why people join in by the thousands to this podcast. You know, the sun's shining, the water's running by, yeah. breeze in my hair. The smell of the salt. <laughs> you listeners out there, it's like you're actually here. Yep. <laughs> so how long have you been playing volleyball? Uh, a little over two years. I, th- I started in like November... So maybe like two years and four months, something like that. That's right. I remember when you first showed up, I think it was winter because... It was at uh, Wave. We were at Wave. Yeah. um, Renting these indoor, or not indoor, but, um, you know, lighted courts. Sand courts. Yeah, stadium lighting. Stadium lighting. And this guy shows up and I'm like, there's another Lee? (laughs) And I'll give it to you. You've, you know... Transformed to become one of the you know the dominant players well, at thanks, the beach. Man. Yeah, and, I, I've uh, taken people out. <laughs> yeah, man, I I started playing and quickly fell in love with it. Went from playing like once a week to playing like three or four times a week, and just kind of got obsessed. Now I'm like not not like that. I maybe play like once or twice, but uh, yeah, man, I love it. I, it's my favorite sport now. There's nothing better than being out on the beach. I mean, the social aspect aside, like, I made so many great friends playing here, too. That's been awesome. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, something about, like, the competitive nature, getting to be out in the sun, it's, that's nothing better. You grew up in this area, right? Yep. I'm one of the rare San Diego natives. Went to Rancho Bernardo High School. I played football and ran hurdles in high school. That was my thing. Oh, really? Football? Yeah. Whiteout. Nice. Doesn't really translate See, could, to volleyball. Kind does, of a different no? skill set. I mean, like, the athletic components, if you Fitness. can run and jump, that translates. But as far as technique goes, there's not a lot of technique in football, if I'm being... I mean, in some positions, but, like, wide receiver, it's like, you got to run and catch. It's, all, it's pretty simple. Yeah. It's just, are you fast enough and do you have hands? The fitness thing, the overall hand-eye coordination. Yeah. But I don't think, like... I mean, sure, like, a quarterback needs good technique... I guess you need good running technique, but volleyball is so much, at least for me, it was a lot harder to, it's like step by step, you got to work your way up and like, there's so many fundamentals, you know, never having played, it's like, it's, it's tough to pick up from square one. What do you feel, ever feel like you're in the zone and how, how does that feel when you're in the zone? I wouldn't say so in volleyball. I don't think I'm there yet. I'm like always having to think about what I'm doing and then try to execute. They're like two separate things, right? Like sometimes, sometimes I can visualize it and it, everything works out perfectly. Other times I visualize myself going up and just murdering the ball, crushing it straight down and I whiff it and it goes right into the net. You know, it happens. But uh, I don't know, and like other things, like sometimes, like I would say academically, I've definitely been in flow state. When I'm like taking a test that I know I'm so well prepared for, it's like, hit me with whatever you got and I know I'm gonna like slam dunk. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, that's I don't right. think I don't think I'm there in volleyball. Well, let me ask a question another way. Do you ever feel like sometimes you're tense, and other times you've um, 
you're in a more relaxed sometimes, situation. Yeah, I, I would say yes. Yeah. Sometimes, and it's like in the less competitive games, sometimes I've played my best volleyball because it's like I'm not overthinking it and I'm just going out there and, you know, playing. And so I guess it can work both ways. Yeah. And, and that's, that's part of what, I'm, what, what I feel when, I, when, I'm, when I'm most relaxed. Um, that can be some of the best games yeah. that I But I, I mean, at, at the same time, though, if I get complacent, then I fall apart. And it's like I need to yeah. be thinking every single point. There's a lot lazy. of things that you have to run through your head. Like, which way am I blocking? I got to watch the set, see where it is. Do I peel? When do I peel? There's so much timing. You know, it's a lot to think about. And if I'm not thinking about it, then I don't, I, I'm not going to execute well. See, and I'm not thinking about it, and that's probably why I'm not very good. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what you do. You have a whole, you know, a whole nother life off the court, um, working at uh, one of the biggest companies in the world, really, yeah. uh, Qualcomm. Uh, how did you get into that and what, what did you get into? Uh, so kind of a funny story like I work in components engineering no background whatsoever in engineering um, I started out like as a temp on a business ops team and kind of just worked my way up and tried to get my hands on as many projects as I could like uh, I don't know man I've been there like about six years now and it's worked out uh, I mean I not a lot of potential. I've kind of like maxed out how far I can go in the company. So I'm looking to go to business school in the fall, uh, to get my MBA and kind of go from there. That's huge, man. Gonna go back to school, get that in your resume, retool, learn some new skills and yeah, that's the idea. Hopefully still be able to play some volleyball throughout. Yeah. One of the I good things- they have a game. I wonder if they have a, uh, a league. That, that, yeah. They, yeah, they might. I know they have the, those outdoor uh, sand courts that you, on UCSB's No way. Campus. Yeah. I used to play pickup basketball that? there, and there's the volleyball courts right next to the basketball courts. How about that? You've been picked up. You've been hunted and picked up by the formidable Leslie. <laughs> she, she hunted me down. That's right. That's how it happened. Get that on the record. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie is uh, one of the strongest um, female players She's out there. She's one of the best that I've seen. That's, that's yeah. what attracted me to her initially. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually, I, I met her down in Rosarito. Um, it was the first time she played in the tournament, and she won the whole damn thing. She took it. Yeah, so I was admiring her from the audience. And then she's actually good friends with the guy who I got randomly assigned with in Rosarito. Uh, so, yeah, it was kind of uh, serendipitous. It was and when you guys play co-ed man it's uh you guys have really gotten a, a groove together <laughs> you know i like to think that there's chemistry in all facets of our relationship on and off the court <laughs> yes it's palpable <laughs> yes do you guys cook a lot together uh we do yeah i'd say we'll do it a lot more when we're living together but uh like on the nights that we spend just like an evening in we usually cook what do you and leslie like to cook Neither of us are very good cooks, so we'll try different things, but like nothing too complicated. Usually like some sort of meat with vegetables. We go to Costco, that's where we get like most of the stuff. Costco's the Costco, best. yeah. Get your 50 gallon jug of olives. <laughs> 
Dude, they're like they have salmon there. That's so good. Uh, have you ever tried that spinach ravioli? No, I don't. I, I'm not. No, I'm not a Costco goer. Yeah, spinach ravioli. I could probably eat five days a week. <laughs> ravioli, I love. Hebrew National hot dogs. Oh yeah, I love ravioli and everything. I love all dumplings, and all dumplings. Whether you call them dumplings, ravioli, pierogies, it's in all cultures have adopted a you know a dumpling like you know cuisine. Yeah. And I love all of them. Yeah, I'm big I, would, on them. I would eat any dumpling any, any du- anywhere. <laughs> have you been to the dumpling inn? No. Here? Oh yeah. I haven't even heard of it. And you're from here? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I Check. need to step my dumpling game Checkmate. up. Checkmate. I just <laughs> I just nailed you. <laughs> yeah. So it's on convoy. Okay. And you know, among all those, it's like Korean kind of my and work. I could probably go Korean and one. Chinese places. Uh, yeah, uh, Dumpling Inn and uh, Shanghai Saloon. We've done um, Chipotle chicken. Um, she has a recipe for for a marinade. That's she amazing. Yeah. Are you? I have a few things. I have a few specialties. So I I, I do steak, and I've evolved to doing fajita. Tell me about your steak strategy. Oh yeah. How do you approach a steak? Well, um, I like a I like a thick steak with some good uh, some good marbling. I try to get Do you, you know try to get before? a grass fed. I don't marinate it. No marinade. No, no. Salt and pepper. Okay. That's that's where I do it. Salt and pepper. Uh, look at this sand. This is, uh, of course. Yeah. I was gonna say so fine. We <laughs> think we have different definitions of. Is it? I mean. It's just softer than, or it's different than what we were just standing on. That's true. Closer to the water. <laughs> now the viewers have no idea. They have no yeah. idea what to picture in their theater of the mind. It's the most <laughs> fine, coarse sand you've ever seen. It's the hottest, <laughs> chilliest day. That's right. <laughs> you've been skydiving? Yeah. When did you do that? It was right after I graduated college. My girlfriend at the time got it. It was like a graduation present. It's something I always wanted to do. Wow. See, I, I don't have an urge to do that. No? What about no. bungee jumping? No. Not at all? No, no, no urge. Um, and maybe it's, I think I've changed a little. I, I used to have maybe a little bit more of a adrenaline rush mm-hmm. and a need for speed. And, and as you got older. Yeah. Well, see, I did it the one time and with skydiving, I feel like I would do it again, but I don't have that urge. The urge was quelled within me having done good. it the, the good one for time. Now. But bungee jumping, I would do anywhere, anytime. Really? I love bungee jumping. I mean, Dude. I've only done it three times, but it's like the most fun activity I've ever done. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And do they have it around here? Uh, there's no. In California, there's not a lot of places. There's one in the San Bernardino Mountains that I've done twice, which is it's this awesome hike through the mountains. Huh. And you end up at this half-built bridge um, it's like a hundred foot drop and man, it's the most exhilarating thing. It's great. See, so the difference to me between skydiving and bungee jumping yeah. is that when you're skydiving, the ground does not look real. It looks like it's like intangible. It's so far away. It's right. like, I'm not, I'm not thinking of that as like dangerous, right. but when you're bungee jumping, there's no denying it. It's like the ground is rushing at you at... 9.8 meters per second. Squared. <laughs> so nerdy. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, it's real. And like you're going face first, it's coming at you. Oh my God, I love it. Just keep your fingers crossed that the bungee holds. <laughs> Yeah, let's get in there. Yeah, one game. Oh, we're doing a force game. Yeah, Lee, <laughs> crushing victory. Yeah, good force cool down game. Cool down. Well, Lee, this has been awesome. Yeah, always a pleasure. Well, this is Steaks on the Beach, everyone. A special edition of your Sets on the Beach podcast. Signing out. I'm looking for like a casual game next. Like not like Me too. <laughs> huge hits. No, you just got here. You're fresh. I'm looking for a casual game. You're looking for you need action. Well, I'm looking for an exciting game, but it doesn't have to be it's my first game, so it'll be it won't be fluid. That's true. So I'm looking for a, I'm in the a casual warm up game. I'm in the casual category too, I think. <laughs> I think it's me and six three. I'm after you, uh